4: Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
3: Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong
1: and
4: Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
2: Studio C. Oh, see, your Dimly lit room where deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and it is a Friday, a little something people refer to as Friay. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. People still
3: yelling at each other about Trump. <laughs> our general manager? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. How y'all doing?
2: Welcome to today. Before we get into the news today, I do need to warn you, I might be swearing like Attorney General Barr. Oh, no. Before the show's over. Bullspit! spit. I walked out of the ER at 1230 last night. Probably went to sleep at, I don't know, 130. And uh, so, you know, I'm tired, so I'm liable to say anything today. I'm liable wow. to say anything.
3: Wow. Well, brace yourselves, folks. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll it, do though. my best to rein him in, but God knows there's not much I can do. finish. Big finish. Da, 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 da. Anywho,
2: uh, the inflation news just broke seconds before we went on the air for May. And uh, inflation accelerated across the United States in May, jumping 8.6%. That's a big number. Mm, Whoopsie-daisy. Steepest increase since 1981. Yeah. Wow. And uh, stocks are way down on that news, as that is... uh, a worse number than anybody was even expecting. Uh, I certainly, does that reflect your life experience? It certainly reflects my life experience of everything I buy everywhere all the time, from a pack of gum to a plane ticket.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, find myself walking into stores thinking, you know, if this clerk tells me, uh, you know, for that loaf of bread, it's $75, I'll just say, okay of my credit card. I don't know. What's it supposed to cost? I've lost track. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's right. I don't remember what things used to cost. Well, I didn't. Maybe I'm fortunate that I was comfortable enough that I didn't really pay attention to what a box of Rice Krispies cost in the past. I just, you know, we ate Rice Krispies, so I would grabbed the box. I didn't look at the price. Um, Big items, but not little stuff like that. But now it's everything you notice
3: because it's just extraordinary. Yes, I'm experimenting to see whether my car can burn Cabernet Sauvignon because it's cheaper than gasoline.
2: (sighs) 8.6%. Wow, that's a big number. Well, uh, I'm sure the Wall Street Journal will have a good breakdown of what exactly went up how much and what it means. But, um, yeah, so that's a big story. And as far as the general manager Joe just mentioned, people still yelling at each other about Trump. David Brooks had a good opinion piece in the New York Times yesterday. If you don't know David Brooks, he is a columnist. He is a token conservative. He left the Republican Party because Donald Trump got the nomination. That's how much he hates Donald Trump. And his headline was for his column before this started yesterday was, I think his headline was actually they've already lost or something like that. But his theme was, what's the point? (laughs) His theme was, what is the point of this? Uh, is there anybody undecided on on the day on Donald Trump? Anybody?
3: At all? Oh, my gosh. No, probably not. I mean, there may be a fringe of people who've been leaning in defense of Trump, uh, including January 6th, who who might realize, oh, yeah, he really was kind of trying to, uh, I don't know, interfere with the Democratic process, or he had lost his mind or whatever. But, no, not many. Not many at all. I'd say as far as things that I didn't know, that I do know now
2: after last night, is everybody close to him told him he lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, he ignored his own daughter. He he ignored his own chief of staff. By the way, a lot of these people who who since on camera have been, you know, fighting as hard as they can to claim it was stolen and everything. I got. But behind closed doors, all the people closest to him were saying, no, you lost, dude. And that whole election, you know the machines were in Venezuela or whatever, or the, all these different stories. It ain't true. As, a, right. as Attorney General Barr said, as a bull s, as his daughter said, uh, I believe Attorney General Barr, you lost, Dad. I mean, it's just... So everybody close to him was telling him that. What I would like to know, aside from the the riot, which is its own interesting story, I wonder what he thought the end game might be. I'm kind of curious by that. I don't think we'll ever probably know. But How did he see it playing out at that point when everybody was telling him, no, it's just... there's there's nothing well, there.
3: Well, that's the problem. Everybody wasn't telling him that because he brought on Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and, <laughs> the, the, and various other wackadoodles.
2: Everybody that had been his uh, his advisors and friends and his daughter was still his daughter. They, they were telling him he lost. But, yeah, he, he brought in r- 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 random wackadoos who were willing to just keep telling him what he
3: wanted to hear, I guess. What about my constitutional right to stop talking about the last guy who was president 17
2: oh, yeah. months after he left? Yeah, back to the point of David Brooks. Just, so what's the point? So in everything I told you, you either already agreed with what I just said, or you already think I'm part of Fox News or something that is out to get him, I guess. He's, he's
3: part of the swamp, folks. I'll keep an eye on
2: him. Yeah, but so your, your mind wasn't changed. My mind wasn't changed. I just I, I don't know what I, I really don't know what the point is.
3: I was interested. I watched a chunk of it, um, I, and, and I have a fair amount of analysis maybe for a little later on um, I was struck by how unanimous it seemed to be among his top, top advisors that, A, you gotta shut down the mob. You gotta do it now. Of course, we kind of knew that at the time. And B, how unanimous they were that, hey, you lost, all right? Is there some uh stuff we ought to work on in terms of uh, ballot integrity? Yeah, but not nearly enough to change the result of the election. Uh, But again, that's interesting because I'm a politics junkie. You
2: know, so it's uh, uh, just a coincidence that I was listening to the audio book of uh, This Shall Not Pass. That's the political book that came out a while back. Political reporters, I guess. And most of the reporting uh, out of it was uh, the stuff on the right, even though the stuff on the left is very interesting in the book, too. But uh, one of the things was Trump was furious that Fox was the first to call Arizona for biden remember chris Steyerwalt made that decision at fox subsequently lost his job at fox for making the correct decision but he did it early on friday and the reason and the other networks hadn't done it yet new york times hadn't done it abc news hadn't No, no nobody else did it first fox was the first one to call but chris Steyerwalt, who's a really good numbers guy just he did he did the numbers and said no it's 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 going to biden it's over and uh and, and they made that call on Fox, and Trump was about to go out and declare himself the winner. And Fox doing that really undermined that, and he decided he couldn't at that point, since Fox had just announced that he lost Arizona. He was about hmm. to go out and make a big statement that I have won the election, anything, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's going to do the whole speech crowd thing, which he didn't, he didn't end up doing at the time because of Fox's calling. And he was really mad at Fox, which hmm. is interesting, of all networks. So the things yeah. might have been slightly different in probably a much worse way if Chris Steyer, Wallet Fox, had not called Arizona for Trump when he did. Yeah. yeah. And Trump could have even more cemented the idea that, look, I won. What do you mean we you wake up the next morning and you tell me I didn't?
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny, that question specifically has annoyed me from the very beginning, the whole, uh, how did he seem to be ahead in these states early, but then he was behind late, even though that question had been answered over and over and over again prior to the election, that every uh, poll, every uh, statistic, every indication was that the absentee ballots were going to be much more heavily weighted to Democrats. And they would be counted next I mean everybody knew that except the angry angry mobs who are even now writing us angry angry emails and texts uh, which is fine because uh, you know there are old there are parables about the uh, the voice of reason against the howling mob and generally it doesn't go very well plus it's a waste of time for the voice of reason so I'm not going to engage um, but I just at trump. this point as david brooks said at this point who are we arguing for oh, yeah i don't know i don't know what the point is uh, trump almost
2: certainly won on election day by people who went to the polls almost certainly oh yeah i think so yeah. mm-hmm.
3: uh we, we just had the greatest pouring in of absentee ballots in the history of the country so let's start the show officially and that inflation inflation news is
2: something it's Friday, June the tenth. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. Friday, June tenth, the year
3: 2022. Where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin then, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go now at Mark. I made it clear
2: I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this
4: stuff, which I told the president was bullshit.
2: And then at that moment, Attorney General Barr went from villain, worst most evil attorney general we've had in U.S. history for everybody on the left to hero and went from best attorney general, thank God he's on our side, to clearly villainous part of the swamp for people yes. on the right.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: At that moment. It's got to be a little whiplashy to live your life that way. But uh, anyway, yeah. I, you, you make a good point. Why are we still talking about this? <laughs> what, what We know the result. We, we, everybody's made their mind, mind up about all these events. Just
3: Yeah, I think the Democrats point, uh, they have two points. One, and this is about 10% of their reasoning, is to drive a stake through the heart of the vampire Trump from their perspective. That's the 10%. The 90% reason is to please, for the love of heaven, please, can we change the discussion and the narrative and what people are talking about before the midterms? Yeah. They're desperate.
2: Well, this this inflation news is not going to help the Democrats with that because uh, it's going to be a lead story absolutely everywhere today. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's quite good. It's solid. We also have cow Clips of the
3: Week and moments.
2: Well, that's pretty awesome. Everything's on the way, and we will dig into that inflation stuff, see what's going up so much. Used cars up another 16%. How's that even possible? <sighs> um, our text line, 415295KFTC.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I don't care if Monday's blue. Tuesday's gray and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday. I'm in love.
2: Yeah, these new inflation numbers out in the last couple hours are not good. What are you going to do? Life you goes on. To pay up right through the nose, suckers. <laughs> Who's a sucker?
3: (laughs) I don't know. What was I supposed to do differently? (laughs) I'd vote against the uh, campaign against the wild, wild government spending, perhaps. I don't know.
2: A lot of which wouldn't have happened if we hadn't lost both those Senate
3: seats in Georgia
2: because Hmm. Trump jumped in with a bunch of nonsense. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Interesting thought there. Hmm. Eh, man. Here's your, oh, Michael, so close. Here's your fond look back at the week that was. I almost tripped up. I almost went to the freedom loving quote of the day. Michael had his finger on the button. I saw the fire in his eyes, but you'll get nothing, no satisfaction. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. Three, two, one,
1: it up. Ten minutes without you seems like an eternity. What are your preferred
4: pronouns? Yay! chicken neck
3: (laughs) here's biden's great transition for god's sake do something
4: i want to tell you gorsuch i want to tell you kavanaugh you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price
0: threats of violence and actual violence against the justices
2: of course strike at the heart of our democracy
3: you
0: could hear the it gun was an shot. active shooter. It was still active. There was no one in there. If anything, when I pulled up, my car was closer to the school than that
4: where than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground were. Okay. Here's the thing: once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me.
1: Justice. Justice is on our side. On, our side.
2: on the U.S. side of the border, another typical day of unprecedented crisis. This is all going according to plan. It's all on purpose. It's the great transition.
4: So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What, where, where, what's the source of a Well, here.
3: It's coming from the building. On the <laughs> stick,
4: above the shoulder. Holy s***.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> what do you do with the stick is yes, what I'm driving at. Yes, stick it at. through the
2: front. Oh, no. I'm certainly aware of what has happened with Jamal Khashoggi and it's I think it's terrible. I've also seen the good that the game of golf has done throughout history.
3: Last one, theirs. Okay. It's just like theirs, but like also like hers,
2: theirs. That jacket's theirs.
3: We need to restore our family values. We need to restore our American values.
2: I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit.
0: Tonight, I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible. There
3: will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain.
2: that's right that was that lady playing the national anthem on the saw yeah or the scene if it happened
3: the other day i think it should be past tense <laughs> is that how that works beautiful here's your freedom loving quote of the day Woo-hoo. i have so many comments on so many of the clips and Cal. <laughs> the idiot joy behar with her when blacks get guns then you'll see gun laws change Are you familiar with the statistics uh, on gun violence in America, Ms. Behar? But again, giving her any airtime is bad enough, much less engaging, you know? Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. You should be proud of this incredible country, and particularly our tradition of free speech. I have much more to say on that topic, but our freedom-loving quote of the day today from the Marquis de Lafayette, Humanity has won its battle. Liberty now has a country. Hmm. And he wasn't talking about Portugal, either. That's just, this one. That's a good one. Liberty, folks. Liberty. Not stuff from the government. Not comfort. Not safety. Although a certain amount of safety would be nice. Liberty. Mailbag. Woo-hoo! You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Have a great email on the January 6th hearing. I thought it was a really good perspective. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. But the first, this one. Uh, how about a citizen's arrest? Writes Christo in Reno. I have to wonder if a citizen's arrest could be made against the protesters outside of the Supreme Court justices' homes. If the local police and federal marshals won't infer- enforce a clear violation of federal law, maybe everyday citizens could force the proper action to occur. Let's roll, he says. <laughs> well, tell you what, if you're looking for a violent poop show, have at it. Good luck with that. I agree it is outrageous, though. How to keep shooters out of schools easily. Nancy writes, my apartment building has a gate with a keypad. you got to enter the code to enter. That's what schools need. The only person who knows the code is the teacher. She gets to school, opens the gate, lets the kids in. Voila, no one else gets in. Simple.
2: Yeah, a lot of people arguing for that. But, man, that's a, certainly a different feel
3: for your school than it was when I was a kid. Yes, indeed. Actually, I've been reading up on some high-techy ways to scan for weapons uh, quickly. It's not like the old one-at-a-time metal metal detector you get sometimes at the ballpark or something like that. You can have lots of people walk through at once, and it does a great job. Let's talk more about that later.
2: We'll dig into some of the inflation numbers that just came out, among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort style amenities, and high quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with
0: a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Republican Senator John Kennedy criticized the Biden administration yesterday for not doing more to bring down high gas prices and added, it would be, quote, cheaper to buy cocaine and just run everywhere. Which, <laughs> which okay, it's a pretty, pretty cute joke. But mostly I want to know where are you getting a gallon of cocaine for $6? Don't be stingy, Jack. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. So gas
2: being up, energy being up is one of the drivers of these inflation numbers that are just out in the last hour or so. Consumer prices surging in May at 8.6%, which is more than they were expecting. So the Dow is down a lot. It's a new 40-year high. How many 40-year highs have we had since we started doing this whole thing? Your core prices, where you take out food and energy, also up a full 6%, which is also higher than they were expecting. Uh, Year-to-year, gas is up since last May, 48.7%. That's a pretty big rise. Fuel oil up 106.7% in terms of energy costs. I'm really glad I don't uh, warm my house with fuel oil. Groceries as a whole are up 10% just this year. Um but uh, if you want to get into it year-over-year, year, meat, poultry, and fish up 13%, milk up 16%. Man, I noticed the milk. Eggs up 32%. Coffee, 15%. Used cars
3: up 16% year-over-year. Year, and they were really high a year ago. You know, uh, we asked this question a while back, and and I haven't come across anything like an answer. What the heck's up with the eggs? Are the chickens getting paid well, more, a, or
2: is it all shipping? When a female chicken and a male chicken love
3: each other very much. <laughs> no, I mean, what's up with the rising price of eggs? How, what it would explain that the chicken shortage has the Biden uh, administration revoked chicken drilling leases or something? No, I don't. I mean, what, what? Uh,
2: airline fares are up almost thirty-eight percent year over year. Real average hourly earnings are down three percent year over year, while all those other numbers are
3: up. So that means, uh, because inflation is wiped out, your any gain yeah. adjusted, you've actually lost three percent. I get it. Interesting. Correct. Yeah, that term is a tad obscure, but it's a helpful one. Yeah. On a 12-month basis, the core
2: price index increased six percent in May which uh, March's 6.5% was the highest since 1982, but we're up another 6%, and um, economists were hoping that, according to the Wall Street Journal, that uh, that we had peaked, and there's no sign that we have peaked. We're still at the peak and, and continuing to peak. The continued rapid pace of price increases adds pressure on the Fed to raise rates even more aggressively to try to tame this inflation, and as we've been talking about a lot actually just make us all so miserable that we stop buying stuff so we can end inflation. That's the way you end it.
3: Everybody gets so scared or broke that you stop buying stuff. Well, and you can't borrow money, so bigger purchases just vanish, and companies don't want to borrow money, and people stop buying houses and that sort of thing. Fantastic. So Cannibalism.
2: Anyway. And then, yeah, and then that's, that's the next thing in the article. People turn to cannibalism.
3: Yeah, eating human flesh. In short, if you're not familiar with the uh, the term, uh, so your repeated use of the term "peak" reminded me that Peaky Blinders' final season has uh, finally been released. Thank God! So, Judy and I will be watching that tonight. Good for you. Uh, secondly, the references to cocaine reminded me of the New York Post's latest uh, drop in its unrelenting series of reports on the Hunter Biden laptop stuff, in which and I I went I went back and forth on this. Uh, whether to bring this stuff to you on the show, Hunter Biden's rantings when he was high on crack, because he and his various uh, hooker girlfriends, including one whose online name she was a, a fashion designer, she called herself Weed Slut Four Twenty. Wow! Online. Wow! I'm anyway. Um anyway, uh his rantings when he was high about how his dad thought he was a god and he's his dad's closest advisor and he always has his dad's ear. He can influence policy and stuff like that. And I thought, wow, that's something. On the other hand, the guy is high on crack. Trying to impress a hot chick. Well but you know, uh, she yeah. don't have to try to impress cause she's a hooker. Well, and anybody who's who's had the unfortunate turn of events to be in a room with people doing cocaine in any form uh, m- might recall that people start babbling s that's pretty idiotic. Hmm. So I didn't know. You know, and, and I know this. I'm an outlier in talk radio. I thought, guy's been sober for several years now. The rantings of a crackhead. Is that fair? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Although a listener did answer our question yesterday as to who was videotaping the infamous scene where his crank is hanging out, he's got a gun in his hand with his finger on the trigger, some naked chick, and they're just all sorts of debaucheries are going on. He routinely uh, filmed, uh, recorded uh, the the sexual hijinks on his laptop to have them for later.
2: So he was recording himself walking around with a gun, doing drugs with a hooker, as the son of a former vice president or vice president of time, I don't remember the timeline on this, who's hoping to be president. That's a heck of a thing. And, well, and, and then you and, don't keep
3: and you don't keep track of the computer you record that stuff on. And the world's most gifted natural gas in Ukraine, corporate lawyer, apparently, slash world's most gifted Chinese hedge fund corporate lawyer guy. Really quite impressive for a crackhead. Uh, anyway, so I thought it was amusing, but ah, where was I? Oh, there was one more. Is it cocaine? Hunter Biden? Ah, I can't remember. I've got another outrage if you want that. No, I don't. Okay. Actually, I've got plenty of those, too. But I was going to mention this story. I just came across it in The Washington Times. Speaking of inflation, that sort of thing, Fed sees tax windfall record but can't say why. Uncle Sam is making a lot of money, but he doesn't know why. Driven by a post-pandemic boom, federal revenue will reach levels not seen in two decades, with taxes paid by individuals driving much of the surge. Uh, That news, combined with less pandemic-related spending, is helping tame the budget deficit, which will come in around a trillion dollars this year. Over each of the past two years, the government ended up roughly $3 trillion in the red for the year. Wow. The Congressional Budget Office said the surge in revenue comes chiefly from individual income taxes. uh, Highest rate in the 109-year history of the tax. Uh, Still, the money is a mystery. How can it be a mystery? How is it possible that it's a mystery? (laughs)
2: Aren't there like thousands of people who are paid to know why this happens or how
3: it happens? Well, yeah, you'd think, um, and, and frankly, I'm willing to admit in advance, by the end of this discussion, folks, none of us will be enlightened in the least, but I'll read you a couple more lines because it's kind of interesting. Uh, CBO analysts, Congressional Budget Office, say a third of the rise is the result of economic growth. Another third is from the end of COVID-era payroll tax deferrals, w- which means payments from the past two years are arriving now. The other third, quote, cannot yet be explained. Wow. All right. All so right. So money's pouring into the federal coffers to be used wisely and carefully. Every nickel squeezed within an inch of its life so as not to betray your trust, them having confiscated your hard earned money with, through the threat of force.
2: Any chance that they give the money back or use it to pay down the debt? No. Hilarious. Hilarious.
4: <laughs> America's most gifted comedian,
3: everybody, Jack Armstrong.
2: Here's my outrage story of the day. So that same group that published the addresses of the Supreme Court justices, which we know specifically led to the guy with the gun and the intention to murder Kavanaugh, led to him showing up at Kavanaugh's house because this group, what are they called? Ruth sent us.
3: Ruth sent us. Posted the even though Ruth Bader Ginsburg would abhor everything they're doing, she would she right. would thunder from the mountaintop her outrage at their tactics. Sure, and should
2: so they posted where uh, Amy Coney Barrett goes to church and where her kids go to school and church and how they're there on a regular basis. Wow, that's uh, that's some that's some good stuff there. That's some sick f's right there. It really is really is, but, um, you know, you watched the videos last night in the hearings, those people beating cops on the steps. You can go do what, dude? I mean, there's a lot of sick, angry people out there. I mean, people who are willing to really perpetrate some serious violence because they think the other side is evil.
3: Where does it end? Does the pendulum stop swinging in one direction and swing back? I'm weirdly heartened by... You know, the era of my youth from uh, the, the racial riots and assassinations of the late 60s to the Vietnam War, unrest and unhappiness and violence and demonstrations and just that awful, awful period in our history. We bounced back from it. Yeah. Right. To a large extent. We had bombings every day in this country.
2: Yeah. Political, the early 70s. Political bombings.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Generally, they were of property and not humans, thank God. But still, I mean, it's still crazy. But I don't want to go back to that.
2: I don't want to continue in this direction until we finally decide it's enough. How about we decide it's enough now?
3: You just, you know, if if you lived a thousand years, you would probably be able to say, well, actually what has to happen is the level of outrage yep. and hate has to get to right. this level before like the middle third of Americans get militant enough that the crazy third have to sit down and shut up. So there's going to be a fair amount more ugliness, fellas. I give it uh, four more years. You're probably but, right uh, about that. I wonder. I'll bet you are.
2: Um, You can join in the conversation on our text line 415-295-KFTC. We have a bunch more news to get to. That big caravan of immigrants that's headed toward the border, that that kind of story continues to be a thing uh, and uh, only gets attention on one channel in America. But anyway, all that stuff on the way.
0: Armstrong and
1: Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show Get to leave
1: Hey, where's Brittany at? Get to leave Hey, tell me the truth Where's Brittany at? Get leave Brittany, hey, Brittany Brittany got to have a gun Go. Hey, Brittany, get out, bro. No,
3: get out. You got
1: Don't put your hands on get me. I'm Jason Alexander, right, first right. husband. Oh, I'm here funny. to crash the wedding, bro. <laughs> now, my name's Jason Alexander. Uh, Brittany invited me here. Brittany Spears invited me here. All right. She's my first wife, my good? only wife. I'm her first husband. I'm here you? to crash the wedding, because nobody's here but Sam. You? Come here, Kane. What? What? Oh. No, no.
2: All right, so if you didn't see the blockbuster news yesterday, <laughs> Britney Spears got married to her uh, boy toy model guy. Uh, I hope they're happy. Uh, literally, that I seriously, was a little
3: dismissive.
2: I seriously do hope they're happy. But uh, her husband, uh, remember she got married to the, a guy named Jason Alexander, which is one of the weirdest twists of history ever, uh, for 50 hours or something like that in Las Vegas a long time ago not the star of Seinfeld so he crashed the wedding but ended up being wrestled to the ground by police and taken away the audio there would lead me to believe it was some sort of reality TV social media post stunt or so everything's phony in the modern world every absolutely every single thing that happens is staged for social media.
3: Definitely had the feel of a desperate ploy to get clicks for something.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever. Oh, my God. Madonna was at the wedding. That's Madonna. Holy crap.
3: Last time I saw Madonna, she was giving birth to a maple tree, and that weird NFT
2: collection thing. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Well, that was not as exciting as I thought it might be. I so when I saw that her ex-husband showed up at the wedding and got wrestled to the ground by cops, I thought, well, that's that's pretty, uh, you know, Louisiana white barefoot in the bathroom. Britney Spears white trashy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the but it sounds kind of staged for to try to become
3: relevant in some way again. Yeah, longtime listeners will certainly enjoy this reference. I think. Uh, can you imagine, folks, back in the day, Kevin Federline was the sane, normal one. Mm. He was the voice of reason in that whole thing. Huh.
2: Kickoff hour two. We'll get into a little bit of the January sixth hearings that debuted on every network but Fox last night in prime time, and uh, a little of the headlines
3: coming out of that. Yeah, and, and our unique perspective on it as well. So, the unique uh, perspective
2: tuned. that angers everyone, as opposed to just one side.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although, you know, you're probably not going to hear what we have to say anywhere else. And again, probably for good reason. Uh, Chinese authorities are asking people to close their windows in case COVID blows in from North Korea. Oof! It's not a joke. Apparently, COVID-19 has been raging in the hermit kingdom since a massive spike in cases. Acknowledged uh, just last month after two years of denial that it had any cases whatsoever. I haven't really heard much out of North Korea, but, man, between the poverty and the malnutrition and a a medical care system that is the envy of no one, uh, it could be pretty, pretty serious. God, I would say. Uh, The recommendation to shut their windows to keep the COVID out as puzzled health experts. Quote, I've never heard of this happening before where COVID nineteen particles are expected to travel such great distances, says the delightfully named Leo Poon, a public health expert at the University of Hong Kong. Uh, the river in question, the Yang is it the Yangtze? I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Uh, it's hundreds of meters wide, apparently. So uh, although it is narrower in some cases. Yeah, blah blah blah. Oh, you know, we got a note um from a, a bloke. And I thought he made a really good point about the vid. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's uh, Paolo. Would would Dr. Poon agree with this assessment? I don't know. I haven't asked him. But uh, Paolo points out that great news. COVID cases skyrocket. Yeah, it's great news because the death rate has continued to dwindle. Actually, it started to rise slightly by like, you know, 12 to 15. 20 people a day we're around, around the country.
2: We're around 200 deaths a day right now. Is that correct?
3: And that's a little over 300 again. Is it it's really? Creep, creeping back up again. Wow. Yeah. It had been trending downward for a while. But his point is... That uh, though we have an explosion in cases, the death rates hardly moved, underscoring the waning severity of the disease and the near miraculous efficacy of treatments. And this is why I wanted to bring this up and most notably Paxlovid, which you can now get free through the mail if you get the vid. Get Paxlovid. Just Google it or call your local pharmacy or whatever. Uh, it's under-hyped. In trials, it was given to over 1,000 high-risk, symptomatic people. Zero deaths. Zero. The control group had 12, about the expected number for a disease, with a 1% to 2% fatality rate among very, very vulnerable people. Da, 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 yeah
2: the rolling 14 uh, yeah. day average of deaths is at 344 now
3: wow yeah it's creeping back up again so uh get the Paxlovid, folks
2: that's probably not the sort of thing you should even say but because d- dying is dying and if a loved one dies it's terrible no matter when but god it just seems like something extra awful about dying of the covid now it just yeah. seems yeah really oh my god
3: yeah, where where was I? I can't even remember. Somebody was talking about the War of 1812 and I think they were talking about some general who made his bones there in the the Battle of New Orleans in which a bunch of people died 2 weeks after the war was over, but word hadn't gotten there yet. Oh. It's it's I know what you're saying though. I've stood there at the Vietnam Wall in uh in Washington DC, which if you've never visited, uh the Vietnam uh what's it what's the official name of it? The uh Memorial, Wall, It's funny, it's flitted out of my mind. Anyway, everybody knows what I'm talking about. You look at that last name, because the names are arranged in order of when they were killed. And you look at that last couple of names, and you think, you know, they're all tragic, but that's just too much to take.
2: Right, right.
3: I don't know if that makes sense. I think it
2: does. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned, we have a number of clips from the January 6th hearing last night. There were a few things that I had not heard before the ultimate point of the thing. I'm still not exactly sure what it is, unless it's just to remind, uh, motivate your for Democrats to motivate their base to show up in the election to, rem- I, I don't know. I don't really don't know what the point is because I feel like everybody's made a decision on Donald Trump by now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I have some thoughts, having watched a substantial chunk okay. from it uh, and, and read some more. Um, yeah, there are all sorts of different motives uh, going on in holding the hearings and televising them and having them in prime time. There are all sorts of uh reactions that are possible i know what uh, i think what we're supposed to do as talk show hosts is to bellow one side and uh and convince you that uh, that's the only truth but eh, not but is style. there
2: practically an issue on planet earth that's more decided in most people's minds one way or the other than how they feel about donald trump
3: uh, that's uh, you're, right. Does, you're the, right does the human that can be moved further one direction or the other exist I don't know. Are are you that human? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or text us, 415-295-KFTC. I kind of doubt it. Right. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. You can go to armstrongandgetty.com or just
2: search for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty.